Hi everyone, you're listening to the Health and Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Alison Mitchell, a practicing naturopath, and you can find me on naturopathnsw.com.au. Hi everyone, thanks so much for joining us today. We're joined with the beautiful Lee Holmes. Lee Holmes is a holistic nutritionist, yoga teacher, a whole food chef, lifestyle food channels, healthy eating expert, and author of the best-selling books, Supercharged Food, Eat Your Way to Health, Supercharged Food, Eat Yourself Beautiful, Eat Clean, Green and Vegetarian, Heal Your Gut, and Eat Right for Your Shape, and Supercharged Food for Kids. Lee also runs a four-week online Heal Your Gut program, and you can find Lee over at her website, superchargefood.com, where she has delicious recipes, information, and menu planning ideas. Thanks so much for joining us, Lee. How have you been going? Yeah, good. Thanks, Alison. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. So I'm so excited to have you here. And we're going to be mostly talking about your beautiful new book, which is the Eat Right for Your Shape, which is all about Ayurvedic health and lifestyle and so much more. But first, let's get started. I wanted to know, how did you get Well, um, I was always interested in health and wellness when I studied nutrition about 28 years ago now um, and cooking as well. But then it only really became apparent to me that I was going to have it as a career when about six years ago I was um, diagnosed with an autoimmune issue and fibromyalgia. And um, I was working full-time at the time and I woke up one day and I noticed that I was really tired, like I just had no energy and I had all these hives, like it was covering my whole body. And my hair started to fall out in clumps and I had lots of tummy issues as well, gut issues and um, a lot of arthritis as well. So I kept on going into work as you do as a, as a parent, single parent at the time and kept on going to work till one day I just literally crashed and I couldn't do it anymore. And then from there I went through a very complex medical system, went from doctor to doctor, scan to scan, more clumps of hair, more tests until eventually I was diagnosed with an autoimmune issue and fibromyalgia. And from there, I was put on a cocktail of different drugs, Um, immunosuppressants, anti-inflammatories, anti-cancer drugs, um, antibiotics, you name it, so many different kinds of drugs, actually 20 pills a day I was taking. And yeah, so one of the big problems for me was that I couldn't distinguish between the side effects of the medication and the symptoms of the autoimmune issues and fibromyalgia that I had. So I lived pretty much in a fog for a good three months um, in hospital, in and out of St. Vincent's Hospital. And so I spoke to my doctors at the time and said, you know, perhaps this could be diet-related because I do notice that at certain times when I eat certain things, my symptoms really flare up. So if I have too much sugar, I notice that the hives really flare up. And if I have too much gluten, my tummy issues start and I start to get tired and aches and pains through my body. And so um, I said to them, you know, maybe if I change my diet a little bit, it would help improve the symptoms and also help with the side effects of the drugs. And they said, no, no, it's got nothing to do with diet at all. So just keep on eating the hospital food, which was two pieces of stale white bread, plastic cheese, plastic ham. It was pretty revolting. Um, it was pretty delicious, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> desserts with more numbers than a, than a phone book. So from there, what I did was um, I did a deal with the doctors and they said to me, you know, um, because I'd studied nutrition and I was into cooking, that I could just knock myself out with whatever recipes I like. And so that's what I did and I finally weaned myself off all of that medication which was fantastic and from there I put all my recipes up on a blog and I started my superchargefood.com blog and um, that's when I got really interested in actually working in food and nutrition, cooking and recipes as a job because I just felt, I felt really inspired by the people who were contacting me saying, 
that was my story. I had steroids. I blew up like the Michelin man. You know, all of those things happened to me. And so I, I realized realize that there's, there's a lot, lot of people, people out there who are having a lot of trouble with, um, you know, autoimmune issues and, and gut issues. And so that's why I decided that I really wanted to share my recipes with other people. Yeah, and I'm sure those people are so grateful as well because they're beautiful recipes and when you're feeling feeling down like that the last thing you want to do is get creative in the kitchen well some yeah but not everyone does and yeah having that resource is really good what i do with i tend to do with my recipes is that i use beautiful nutritious ingredients and herbs and spices to make them flavorsome but they're very simple and easy recipes so Mm. with my heal your gut program there's some amazing soups and slow cooking and bone broths really easy and simple ones to make that heal your body and make you feel amazing but also taste really good and you can buy the ingredients from coles so always you know your local supermarket it doesn't have to be difficult yeah that's good that's good and so your diet principles have have possibly changed quite a lot over the last few years because your first book, um, Supercharged Foods, um, Eat Your Way to Good Health, that was based around healing the issues that you were having at the time and, and anti-inflammatory eating whole foods and that sort yeah. of thing. But you've also released a vegetarian book um, and the gut healing book and um, now your Ayurvedic book as well. So can you talk us a bit about how your way of eating has changed over the years? Yeah, yeah, sure. So when I was working, um, I was working at the ABC and when I was working full time, I used to just eat, get up in the morning and I'd have like cereal or a piece of toast. Um, and then for lunch, I'd have like Serena tuna with like inflammatory oils. And then for dinner, I'd go home and have like lean cuisine. It, was, it wasn't that healthy. It was a lot of processed food, really. Because um, I was a busy working mum, you know, and I just yeah. I didn't know any better back in the day, back then. And then since I started to really start my recipes and books and, and simplify my diet, as, as to speak, um, I added more nutritious ingredients. So as I said before, I was taking antibiotics, so I would add more garlic into my diet to help with that. Instead of the anti-inflammatories, I added more turmeric into my diet. So I was adding just certain ingredients that I'd researched and learned and studied um, into my food, even just like making an anti-inflammatory toddy, this, which is a drink that I have at night, which I love with just some beautiful turmeric, some um, cardamom, some cinnamon, some nutmeg, some vanilla, and a few chai spices, absolutely beautiful. And you just warm it up on the stovetop with some coconut milk. So you were able to put in some good stuff to help with the symptoms and then eventually ease off some of the medications that you needed because of that. Absolutely, yeah. Great. I was also really interested to see that you've included intermittent fasting as part of the recommendations in your book. Uh, and this is something that's received quite a lot of attention by different health practitioners and researchers over the last few years as well. Can you explain a little bit about what that is? Yeah, sure. From an Ayurvedic point of view or perspective, um, intermittent fasting has been around, um, you know, for as long as Ayurveda has been around. And what they do in Ayurveda is that they have... Um, a day where they eat a one ingredient, one or two ingredient meal, and this is in the form of kitchery. And they say that just having one simple ingredient can really help to turn on those fat stores and to start you the process of fat burning and and losing weight. Um, obviously, the five two diet is very very popular um, at the moment with so many people doing. It. I do it myself two days a week. I'll do it on a Monday and a Thursday. I find it's a really good chance to give my digestive system a rest and also. It helps to turn on those fat burning mechanisms as well. So, yeah, it's, it's really handy and helpful. 
That's awesome. And so your recommendations for it have come from a bit of both, a bit of the recent research and the traditional use in the Ayurvedic diet as well. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So at the start, you were talking about how Ayurvedic um, medicine is based around the three doshas, um, um, vata, pitta and kapha. Can you give us a bit of a brief explanation about what those are and how we can improve our health by balancing these? Yeah, absolutely. So doshas are energies that circulate around your body. They govern your physiological activity. They govern your character, your personality. They're really interesting. There's three of them, as you said, vata, pitta and kapha. If you're a vata, you're more of a flighty, nervous person, tall, generally quite slender. You don't have to be tall, but slender with long limbs. Um, And you can sort of be quite um, nervous, have a nervous disposition. And for vatas, it's good to eat foods and do exercises that really ground you. So eating grounding foods in the sense of slow cooking, stews, casseroles, sweet, some sweet Fruits are quite good for vata, things like peaches, berries as well. Um, So beautiful um, and oily foods um, are quite good for vata as well. They tend to get quite dry skin as Mm -hmm. well. So And pitta, if you're a pitta, you're more of a hot-blooded, fiery kind of person. Um, You have a muscular, more of a muscular build and you make a good leader. You're quite strong um, with other people. Uh, And pitta can sometimes get overheated and um, quite um, intense. So pitta really benefit from a diet that's very cooling, cooling foods, smoothies, cucumber, those kinds of foods, um, herbs and spices that are are cooling. Yes, sometimes raw foods are quite good for depending on the state of the digestive system, but sometimes uh, raw food's quite good for pitta as well. Um, And then there's kapha. Kapha are a more heavier set build. Kapha are more slow moving. They do have problems with excess mucus in the body. So um, if you you do think of your kapha, then eliminating or cutting down on um, dairy products is one of the first places to have a look. Also, you want to have foods that really speed up your metabolism. So things like cayenne, pepper, chili, paprika, those foods are going to be really good for sort of getting you up and getting you moving as well if you're a kapha. Now, as I said, there are three doshas, but we all are a bit of each one. I don't think there's really any of us that are all just one. So what it is, it's about one of them will go out of balance. So it's just about Ayurveda says that like increases like. So it's about just pulling that one back into balance. So if you feel, for example, you're overheated, you're in a traffic jam, something's happened, you've had a bad day, it's good to come home and have something cooling or do a cooling kind of yoga practice. If you're a vata, you've been traveling too much. Like I know for myself, if I've been on the road too much, when I come home, I love to have uh, something slow cooked. Like last night I had slow cooked lamb shanks with cauliflower mash because I just really needed a grounding meal. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of how they all work. Okay, that's awesome. And there's also um, different affinities for the seasons as well. Um, So you should be uh, maybe eating more cooling foods in summer and warming foods in winter. And that's because each um, dosha will flare up a little bit more in in certain seasons as well. Yeah, absolutely right. That's right. So um, obviously in summer you do want to have more cooling foods if you're feeling overheated. And it is is interesting how it works with the seasons, don't you think? Like it it just feels really natural that naturally in winter you'd want warming and foods that, that make you feel warm inside. Yeah. I think it's so good to be able to eat seasonally and I think that we've gotten out of that practice because 
food is available all year round from all over the world. Whereas if we eat locally, then we're not only helping to reduce food miles, but we're improving our health as well. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, you know, in season, it's more abundant, it's, it's, it's cheaper, it's less expensive for you as well. Um, and yeah, I think it, I think it just tastes better if you try, if you, you know, yeah. obviously I love asparagus. So we've just been through summer and asparagus. I was eating you know, mangoes and just really delicious foods. It just, they just seem to taste so good when they're in the right season. But asparagus that's come from across the world is a bit woody, I think, usually. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not quite as nice. Now, I've been really enjoying cooking recipes from your book. My favorite one at the moment is the beans, which has the coconut I love those. through it. Yeah, they're really good. In yeah. India, um, I learned that dish in India. It was interesting. I was staying with my, my friend, Erica, she's Indian, and her Indian relatives. And so we had the grandmother, the mother, myself, Erica, the sisters, and we all sat around the table and we were just um, – you know how you have to cut the beans and, and yeah. cut them to like we were all it was very meditative actually we were all sitting around cutting the beans and then we had it on the stovetop for quite a while just on low with the coconut the coconut just brings it a beautiful flavor to it it's such a delicious dish yeah i was just amazed when i when i tasted it for the first time i've actually hooked it a few times since um i've gone oh my god i didn't know that coconut could make a savory dish taste taste so good in in mm. that, that sort of regard like obviously you cook with coconut milk in sauces but actually putting the flakes in like that was was really good and i've done the um, different chicken one and then the sweet yeah. potato hash that was that yes was, that's yeah, nice the sweet yeah. potato hash is really yummy it's yes. really um good for barter as well Europe. Yes, yeah, that was nice. So what's your favourite? My favourite is the, I've got a chai cream brulee, which is really good. And I, that's on the I same page um, <laughs> as the poached pears, which are, the poached pears are interesting. They're poached, poached in, in rice, rice milk, or you can use any kind of milk that you like, but you poach them in the oven, actually, in a casserole dish in rice milk. And you add some beautiful spices and some cloves mm. to it and also it's got some a little bit of caramelized sort of orange peel on top. Two of my favorite, uh, mm. they're on the same page actually, um, <laughs> recipes from the book. <laughs> I think the um, one I was thinking of was the Brazil nut latte. Oh, yeah, the Brazil nut latte is really yummy. Yeah, Brazil nut makes really nice milk. Yeah, I know, doesn't it? It's really delicious. <laughs> so uh, what's your favorite Ayurvedic lifestyle techniques that you've incorporated into your daily routine? Yeah, I think that for me, it's um, I'm a vata, so a lot of the forward bend exercises, some of the yoga poses, I've incorporated those. And also just um, a bit of meditation as well and the breathing. There's a couple of breathing exercises, uh, three breathing exercises in the book. Very, very good for, for, for vatas, um, for really grounding your energy and grounding your mind, um, emptying your mind. So... The forward bends are great. Anything where your head is below your knees is good for clearing the mind and, uh, yes, yeah, meditation, breathing. That's great. I don't think that many people would know about the different um, yoga poses having an affinity for each dosha either. Yeah, I know. It is interesting. I mean, you don't want to do too many heated um, yoga poses if you're a pitta. So sort of um, sun salutations can sort of heat up the body. So you ah. want to do some more cooling um, ones for if you're a pitta and um, kapha you want to be moving so you might want to do a bit of vinyasa if you're a kapha you want to sort of get the energy flowing around the body 
but that's all in there that you've got the guides on what to do and what not to do for different doshas and yeah there's a, there's a quiz in there too to find out yeah. what dosha you are but like you said sometimes you can um, be a little bit of each one depending on what's happening that day and the season and that sort of thing as well yeah absolutely and there is on also as well as the quiz um there's a there's a few pages on absolutely everything to do for that dosha so what foods you should be eating for that dosha um, which work the best for it the yoga poses the breathing techniques so everything is there so it's all Um, perfectly summarized yeah it's all summarized which because i found that ayurveda is very complicated like when i was in india it was like a minefield like there's so many rules and sort of things that i couldn't get my head around it but once i did I feel that I've really distilled that information down and, and really brought it to you in a, in a way that's easy to digest and simple to do and simple to incorporate. You don't have to do this every single day. Even if you just cook one Ayurvedic meal mm. a week or just eat seasonally or just um, do mindful eating, just one thing that you can do. Yeah. Um, a lot of us are doing Ayurveda all the time anyway without that even knowing it. it. We're doing yoga, that's Ayurveda. We're yeah. doing, you know, we're being mindful, that's Ayurveda. So, yeah, it's interesting how there's all these different words for it now, but really it is at the basis of Ayurveda. Yeah, and I I really like that message as well. It's just include a little bit in. It's not about a restrictive sort of way of eating or a lifestyle technique. It's about um, just doing a little bit as much as you can and that will have a benefit. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so thank you so much, Lee, for joining us today. I've really enjoyed our chat. If people want to get in contact with you, is it the best to do it through your website, which is superchargedfood.com? Yeah, that's right, superchargedfood.com, or you can follow me on Instagram, Lee Supercharged on Instagram, or you can email me, Lee at superchargedfood.com. Awesome. I hope you have a wonderful day, and thank you again. Thank you so much, Alison. It's so great to talk to you. Thank you, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye. (laughs)